This is the Impact Report. I'm your host, Katie Ullman. The Impact Report brings together students and faculty in Bard College's MBA in Sustainability program with leaders in business, sustainability, finance, social entrepreneurship, and more. These conversations go live the first and third Friday of each month. This week, I'm speaking with Ben Vanden Y. Mellenberg, founder and chairman of Woodchuck USA. So, Ben, thank you so much for joining me today for the Impact Report. Yeah, thanks. Super excited. Let's just start at the beginning. For those that are listening that may not be familiar with Woodchuck USA, can you tell us about the company, where you're based, um, how big your team is? the mission of the organization? Yeah, totally. So um, I started Woodchuck uh, in 2012, just out of college. Uh, So what is that, seven or eight years ago now? Uh, Seems like a long time ago, but at the same time, not really. I started it right out of college, kind of just, I was drinking a beer in the architecture studio and dropped and broke my phone. And, uh, you know, rather than stabbing myself in the face with glass every time I tried to answer my phone. I simply just cut out this wood sticker uh, on the architecture school and uh, stuck the wood sticker on my phone to kind of protect it and started showing it to friends, you know, here and there. Really had no intentions of starting a business at the time. And uh, when people started saying, hey, man, that's, that's pretty cool. I'll, uh, you know, give you 20 bucks. Or I'll give you a case of beer uh, to make you one of those. I just started, you know, kind of making them. Again, really with no intention uh, starting a business. Um, a couple of weeks after that, I ran into one of my good buddies, Kevin, and we, we sit down and this is kind of where I, where I say that the company was really started and the company was really founded, um, which was af- after watching a Simon Sinek TED Talk on uh, Start With Why. Um, for those of the you know, entrepreneurs out there, a lot of entrepreneurs have heard of Simon Sinek. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if you're listening to this and you have not um, watched his TED Talk on Start With Why, uh, absolutely go do that. It's called uh, Great Leaders Inspire Action or the Golden Circle. Um, and the whole consensus there was people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And both Kevin and I, you know, were, were talking about this and said, you know, hey, we don't want to make wood phone cases. We're both really passionate about nature. Uh, we're both really passionate about creating jobs. Um, and our mission uh, from that day and, and still till this day is putting nature back into people's lives and bringing jobs back to the U.S. Those two pieces have propelled um, our team now, which obviously, you know, over seven or eight years, uh, we have just under 50 employees. We're based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we make uh, 40 and 60,000 custom wood products daily. Uh, and three years ago, uh, implemented kind of a big step in our sustainability story, the Buy One, Plant One program, um, which we've really developed uh, from conception and work with a lot of incredible nonprofit partners uh, all across the world. Um, We've we've traveled off seven continents, working on tree planting and reforestation. Obviously, unfortunately, we weren't able to drop any trees in Antarctica, but um, have been able to have a global impact with that program ever since and planted over 2 million trees um, as we plant a tree for every single product we make. Um, 
so I guess, yeah, a little, little bit long-winded on the explanation, but that's, uh, that's the general story from A to B. Here we are. Looked at your website, and, you know, the products are really beautiful. So can you talk a little bit more about the products and the design? And it's not just, you're not just doing good, but if you own one of your products, they're actually really beautiful. So aesthetically, they're beautiful. And if you own one of these things, you're, you know, you have a beautiful product, but you're also doing a good thing. Yeah, totally. So, you know, yeah, we have products ranging from wood, custom wood journals, you know, so you can go online and customize any of our thousands of products. Um, custom wood journals are extremely popular, one of our best sellers. Um, custom wood phone cases, custom wood business cards. Um, we do a lot of, you know, in, in the corporate space. But yeah, exactly. You're, you're doing good as well. With each product, like you said, that buy one, plant one program comes a card that shows you with a little code on it. You can go in and type in your code that you get for that product and it'll show you where your tree is planted. So, you know, you might type in your code and it might pop up in Madagascar and it might show you, um, you know, hey, this is planted in XYZ location in Madagascar. Uh, by XYZ tribe, um, XYZ amount of trees are planted here. It, it kind of brings you to that site where the tree is planted. Um, the the big piece of this, you know, a lot the big question that a lot of people ask, well, hey Ben, you know, that's cool you're planting trees, but aren't aren't you cutting down trees to to do that? The answer is yes, absolutely. Um, wood is one of the most renewable resources and an incredible incredible resource that we have on our planet, and if and if managed correctly and properly, can be an incredible, incredible resource for us to use. Um, we are reharvesting or replanting, excuse me, about 3,000 for every tree that's harvested. So for every tree we use, we plant about 3,000 trees across the world. Um, so yeah, wow. every time you have one of our products, yes, they're beautiful, but you truly part of a bigger community doing good great and where do you source the wood from is it you know regionally is it nationally is how do you get the wood for your products yeah most of our uh sourcing comes from the east coast um and a little bit comes from the midwest but most of it comes from the east coast of the united states that's fascinating <laughs> Is that, I mean, just, I'm interested to know why. Is that just where, is that just where the um, tree farms are or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. So our species we get from the Midwest are cedars. Um, and yeah, it's it's really based on two different things. One, the, the, the sustainable harvesting programs that we're working with. And then also, you know, lumber is extremely expensive to ship. So we're, we're working with large facilities um, that really, you know, they position themselves close to these locations. So you reduce emissions from a transportation perspective. So for example, you know, if you harvest something on the East Coast and you ship it to the Midwest to process, you're paying a lot of money for transportation. And there's also a lot of carbon, et cetera. So most of these locations are positioned pretty strategically uh, uh, from a harvesting perspective. That makes sense. Now, just to go back to your product offerings, if you could, what is your, based on sales, what would your most popular product be? 
Yeah, our, our currently our most popular product is journals. Um, actually, however, though, is, is being quickly followed up uh, by our Zippo Lighter collaboration, um, obviously with, with Zippo. Um, after we did a big push and a big launch uh, with National Geographic, actually, we brought National Geographic with us to document our partnership in Madagascar. There was a lot of buzz around that, um, and there's a lot of really great feedback we got from that. And uh, that is quickly escalating to potentially our number one. Wow. Um, and since you, you know, you brought it up, can you talk more about your partnership with Zippo? Yeah, totally. Um, so uh, we, we work with quite a few different corporate organizations uh, that want to reforest the planet, right? So, you know, uh, a U.S. bank, might come to us and say, hey guys, we want to order 10,000 journals this year for all of our employees, rather than ordering the existing, you know, moleskin or whatever they're doing in the past. And along with obviously them ordering the journals, they're planting 10,000 trees. And that's a great story uh, for them to communicate, for them to talk about. It's also a great thing for them to do. Um, so Zippo um, and, and us have been working on this partnership for about two years. It launched this last year, uh, and it is exactly what it what it what it sounds like. It is wood lighters, wood skinned lighters. Um, so you know, Zippo and us are very uh, uh, we're a great fit. We're both American manufacturers uh, that believe strongly in creating jobs um, and creating you know sustainable jobs and creating good and doing good at the same time in a partnership. So. Uh, yeah, they, we, we've been working on this for about two years, like I said, and it launched this past year, and it's been uh, fantastic since. That's wonderful. And do you feel, was there ever any pressure um, in regards to margins or when you were scaling to think, hey, maybe we should move this out of the U.S. to make it, to maybe meet, have bigger, um, a bigger supply of products? at a cheaper cost for you and to maybe have more customers? Was there ever a consideration to do anything like that? Yeah, um, frankly, uh, no. I mean, yes, they're, they're right. There are always these pressures that are, are you know, coming from outside sources, but I'm, I'm pretty bullish on this fact and I'm pretty bullish on our fact of you know, what our focus is, which is putting nature back into people's lives and, and creating jobs. Um, you know, we, we have had pressure and the answer is always 100% no. It's just not something we even really entertain um, for a couple different reasons. One, obviously, one of our core missions uh, is to create jobs and, um, you know, here. And the second piece of that is really our business model doesn't lend itself well uh, to any type of lead time from shipping. Um, so when we look at our customers and our clients' expectations, you know, like I said, you know, we work with a, a U.S. bank, for example, on 10,000 journals. Well, typically, we're getting that order. And U.S. Bank uh, typically isn't ordering um, more than two weeks in advance. Most of these people in the marketing world, uh, you know, are kind of last minute. They're, they're running behind. They're trying to piece together 900 things. And we're able to compete with a lot of these different other manufacturers because of our delivery timelines and because of the quality of the product, on top of the fact that we have an incredible brand. Um, so turnaround time is extremely, extremely important from a business model perspective as well. Is this the first business that you've started? You know that you're, the bio says that you're a serial entrepreneur, but you're relatively young. 
So I just, can you tell me more um, just about your professional background and, you know, you were in school and then yeah. you had this, you know, aha moment, Apple fell on your head and you, you created a product based on your own personal needs. So if you can, you know, just take a, a couple of moments and tell, tell us about your professional background. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so I um, was going to school for architecture, uh, studying architecture in, in undergrad at the University of Minnesota. Um, was on my path to to go to grad school for that. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, started this company. And you know, two years into this company, uh, I really, I, I really in the you know developed a love for entrepreneurship and helping other people start businesses. Um, two years in, uh, I formed a partnership with two other guys where we started a co-working space that provides about a half million square feet to different startup companies. Um, so I'm an investor uh, in, in uh, that real estate that helps kind of community uh, and helps these entrepreneurs thrive in the Minneapolis area called Northco. We've developed now and expanded that uh, out because there's truly a need uh, to help entrepreneurs kind of start up and rent really their own space. Saw a need for that, so started that next. Um, after that, uh, started a, a basically uh, this on my path to really truly figuring out how to help other entrepreneurs start their companies and um, through traveling and, and meeting all types of incredible people you know I've been very very blessed and very fortunate um, to have traveled to over 30 different countries and in all seven continents uh, with our tree planting program the buy one plant one program and throughout doing that and meeting these incredible people in different countries you know there are people that had incredible ideas for, you know, let's say water purification in Africa or, or carbon sequestration um, and at, uh, you know, uh, uh, Svalbard towards the North Pole where the Global Seed Bank is. You know, all these incredible people have incredible ideas, but I realized so many people weren't doing them. They, they weren't taking kind of the first step at doing them. Um, so I decided to kind of figure out why. And I really came up with, hey, you know, there's three common misconceptions um, that people think about when they think about entrepreneurship or starting an idea. <clears throat> the first one is that you need to have a bunch of money uh, to start a business. And, and the fact of the matter is you don't. Um, I grew up uh, broke uh, on a farm uh, in Wisconsin and worked my ass off to, to get to where I am now. And, you know, I didn't have a penny when I started the company. The second misconceived uh, idea is that you need to have a bunch of business schooling, which Luckily for you know you and a lot of the people probably listening to this podcast from your school, fortunately for you, you have that, or, or a lot of you would have that. You know, you have some understanding of finance, you have some understanding of accounting, etc. Well, I didn't have any of that either. Uh, you know, I was I was going off pure passion and and uh, <laughs> in an idea. I literally didn't even know what an invoice was uh, when I started. Um, and then the third thing that I realized, uh, you know, when people were kind of um, tripping on starting their ideas was that they had this general idea of failure uh, or that, you know, the, the idea that failure existed. Um, and really, it's, that's, that's really a mental piece uh, at the end of the day. So I decided to write a book on this and it launched um, this last April, I believe, on Earth Month. And uh, it's called The World Needs Your Effing Ideas. Um, and for the, for the sake of the podcast, I'll Leave the effing uh, in there, but you can Google it. The world needs your effing ideas. You can actually Google the F word too if you want to. Um, you'll you'll find uh -huh. the book. I also have an audio book. Um, but the whole point of the book, and so now I go out and I, I do speaking. 
uh, et cetera. And really the whole point of doing this on the side, um, you know, because my, my core focus is really these two businesses. I want to help other people start companies and I'm extremely passionate about that. So this was kind of an avenue for me to, to do that on the side. That's wonderful. So that was actually one of my questions. How did you, and you answered it, you started out from humble beginnings, you started your own business. What was that like for you? How did you, did you raise capital? How did you scale? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, um, I mean, first off, it was incredible, right? I, you know, there's, there's a lot of ups and downs. Um, but, uh, I, you know, like I was saying, I'm truly an advocate for entrepreneurship and what it can do uh, in people's lives um, and how it can transform you as an individual. <clears throat> when I first started, um, basically, I was just making the things uh, at the architecture firm I was I was working for at the time, you know, just buying the material and making the product. And six months later, um, you know, through through kind of starting the brand and, and networking and marketing, um, we had ended up, Kevin and I, getting the product into all 1800 target stores nationwide which is a pretty big change right from going from making it for your buddies for a case of beer to launching into a, a you know one of the largest big box retailers in the united states yeah, and, that's uh, huge. So at, yeah at that time um we had to we needed to come up with about sixty thousand uh, dollars to make the packaging because we couldn't finance it we couldn't get terms on the packaging because we didn't really exist um, and basically went to friends and family and raised many micro loans of maybe two to $5,000, um, and raised enough money to, to buy the packaging. And that was our first, um, ever kind of quote unquote financing. Uh, and we, you know, we paid that back about two years after that. And, uh, we, we have been able to cash flow everything since. That's really that's inspirational. I would say <laughs> that's great. Um, so just if you haven't mentioned it already, are there any learnings, good or bad, that you would want to share with listeners in general or anyone looking or interested in starting their own uh, business? Yeah, totally. Yes. I mean, obviously, one of the, the key things I'd tell you, I, two, two of the key things I'd tell you, you know, shameless plugs. One is go watch that Simon Sinek TED Talk. Uh, that, that TED Talk, that whatever it was, 15-minute TED Talk changed my life. Um, so, you know, go watch it. It's, it's easily findable on YouTube, and, and uh, I would highly recommend to go watch that. And then the second thing would be, obviously, um, you know, is go check out my book. It's really, truly the point of why I wrote it um, and, and why I go out and do speaking. Uh, engagements and help coach is help other people start businesses so check out the book the world needs your effing ideas there's also an audiobook if you're not a, a reader or, um, you know you like audiobooks go check that out um, one of the biggest kind of key principles that I talk about in the book is um, being really conscious about the people you surround yourself with and uh, I call it the conscious circle so <clears throat> you know we've all heard hey you are the collection of the people you surround yourself with right you know all of our parents have told us this. It's a pretty uh, uh, age-old saying. Yeah. But what doesn't get what what doesn't get brought up a lot of the times is the fact that this can be a really conscious and should be a really conscious decision that we should truly be thinking about and focusing on 
who do we want to be spending time with in order to get to our goals? A lot of the times, uh, you know, um, you know, in life, life happens and we get surrounded or we have people kind of using up our time that are either negative influence or that maybe are just not helping us, not, not helping push us or achieve our goals. And so that's one of the things I really dive deep into uh, in the book and kind of how to select your conscious circle. And I have a couple exercises in there as well. But uh, yeah, that's one of the kind of the, the key things I talk about in there. Good advice. Um, now, can you tell, or where can we buy your product? Um, you can buy the product on woodchuckusa.com. So it's just woodchuck like the animal and then usa.com. Um, you can get the Zippo product either through that direct link. You can go to our website and follow the Zippo link, or you can just go to zippo.com, Z-I-P-P-O.com uh, to get either one of those. Great, and where, what is your preferred place for people to buy your book? Where can people get your book? Yeah, yep, you can, you can buy it on Amazon, just like all the other awesome books out there. Um, you know, you Google the world needs your effing ideas uh, in either Google or Amazon, and uh, it'll pop right up, or just go to benvw.com. Uh, again, that's Ben V as in Victor, W as in walrus.com, and uh, you can get it there as well. Great. Why do you think Woodchuck is so successful? Um, you know, I, I think, so f first off, I think we have a long way to go, right? Like any good entrepreneur speaks, you know, I, I love the quote that um, the man at the top that, you know, there's another peak said the man at the top of the mountain, you know, we, we love the idea that there's still so much further to go, especially in our sustainability journey. Um, so I really don't feel like we're, we're as successful as we could be, um, or we will be, and, you know, we'll continue to grow. But, uh, you know, I really think um, what resonates with consumers these days is a true underlying brand and a true underlying passion uh, for a certain thing. You know, that might be, um, you know, that might be tied to a nonprofit or that might be tied to curing a certain disease or, you know, in our case, that might be tied to sustainability. But consumers and employees, um, especially now in this day and age, really attract to ideas and they track to passion and they track to emotion. Um, and that's something that, you know, we have been able to really identify very well and uh, stay focused on, frankly, um, over the past eight years. And to just build on that a little bit, um, where do you see the company going and growing in 2020? Yeah, so we plan to continue to expand um, our buy one, plant one program footprint. Um, like I said, we have quote unquote, had an impact on all seven continents. We have planting locations with different nonprofit partners on six different continents. Um, we will be expanding to two different countries this year, uh, which I'm extremely, extremely excited about. Uh, we'll be continuing to, to uh, grow our relationship with Zippo and expand that internationally as well. Um, and we have two really exciting new partnerships um, in, in regards to, you know, nonprofits and planting partners that we're announcing uh, later this year, uh, some of which is going to take place uh, as a reforestation effort in California. Wow, that's great. Please uh, keep us informed and updated on that. We'd love to share that information.
Yeah. Yep. Totally. Absolutely. And lastly, what do you see as the biggest challenge in your day-to-day -day work in sustainability? Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. Um, our biggest challenge in sustainability. <clears throat> you know, I think um, a unified planting program between countries. You know, there are so many dynamic elements that come when you when you talk about planting in different countries with different partners. Um, and you know, uh, one country could vary a hundredfold to a country simply a couple thousand miles away. And uh, you know, we've we've there have been a lot of challenges and opportunities um, that we've experienced in that, and we continue to look forward to you know new ways to unite uh, those sites and unite kind of countries on the significance of reforestation. Yeah, that makes sense. Is there, are you have any other thoughts you would like to share? Uh, you know, I think that's pretty much does it. You know, for all the aspiring entrepreneurs out there, uh, do it. Take the first step. Um, watch the Simon Sinek TED Talk, uh, grab my book, listen to it, whatever you want to do. Um, take the step. Our world needs our ideas in order to change. So just thinking about them, not acting on them will not change anything. Um, it's it's the number one thing that I would say to anyone listening to this podcast. Hey, if you have an idea, hey, if you're inspired to go start a nonprofit or do something on the side, you know, maybe it's not even starting a business. Maybe it's, um, you know, starting up a, a an after group once a month uh, after work that goes and cleans up trash. Whatever it is, you have to take that first step. You have to send that first email. You have to make that first phone call. You have to send that first text in order to get started on that. And I would challenge you right after you get off this podcast or after you're done listening to go do that. Nothing's going to happen unless you take action. So go take action. I just wanted to thank you so much for making the time um, to talk with me today. Yeah, of course. Yep. No, thanks for having me. And uh, would, would uh, keep, keep rocking on with the podcast. Love what you guys are doing. And uh, we will be in touch in the future. Have a great one. Learn more and see Woodchuck USA's full line of products by visiting woodchuckusa.com. Join us for the next episode of the Impact Report on Friday, December 18th. We'll be speaking with Carla Magruder, founder of Accelerating Circularity. For the complete lineup and other news, visit us at impactreportpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Sustainability is one of a select few graduate programs globally that fully integrates sustainability into a core business curriculum. Learn more at bard.edu/mba.